Welcome back to the Flashcast. This is season two, episode one, and we are back. And in an historic first, we will actually be flashcasting the episodes as they air. So those of you who are waiting for next summer to see how we handle the first few episodes of the season, sorry, you'll have to find something else to do. We're kept, we're caught up in real time. Um, with you, as always, I'm Lisa Schmeiser, and I am delighted to be back on the mic with Phil Mozilak. Hi. And Tony Sindelar. Hello, nerds. Welcome back from summer vacation. Did you mm-hmm. do something fun while we were busy watching The Flash? So. <laughs> well, by definition, we were having fun by watching The Flash. It's true. So there is that, too. Now, Phil, you said you wanted to start the podcast with a few statements from listeners. Okay. So I just briefly before we got on, I just said, look, if we've got anything to discuss, if you want anything brought up, now's the time. I gave a 15-minute mm-hmm. window. Boom. Here mm-hmm. it comes. First. Uh, Dr. David J. Lore says, what's up with Henry leaving and is Wells no longer game? Discuss. We also, he also wants mm-hmm. to say that Jesse Martin is adorable. True. Agreed. Also agreed. Yeah. Yes. I, I, we, we recognize that statement is valid. Yeah. All right. Statement two to... has been validated and passed by committee. Statement one, mm-hmm. I suggest we table for later discussion this, in yes. this very episode. Seconded. Yes. Uh, okay. All right. We're only allowed to do Robert's Rules of Order for about 12 more seconds before it gets irritating, but let's make them work. Okay. All right. Uh, Eric Christensen writes. Uh, the chair acknowledges get... Eric Christensen or his okay, price. Here he is. Um, All right. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm done. Chief audiologist. <laughs> um, he wants to know. I also, uh, I get that Jay Garrick is supposed to be a big deal, but am I, are, you know, are we supposed to recognize him? I like the name Zoom. It feels flashy. I see what he did there. I really enjoy how both of the um, people who have talked to you so far have started with a question and then shared a second observation, which we can just say, yes, you're right. Jesse Martin is indeed adorable. And yes, the name Zoom does indeed sound flashy. I like questions that just include something where we get to agree with. It's really kind of comforting. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Now, now, (laughs) Gary Rogers says he gives us two questions with a Mm. (gasps) non-statement. Breaking breaking Mm. format here. Mm. He is breaking format, but it's the first time we've ever done this format, so, you know. So it's not really a format, yeah. (laughs) Breaking non-format, understood. Yes. That's right. right. Gary, you rebel, you. Breaking format that you didn't even know existed. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, What was that crazy vision Cisco had? I think we should talk about Are Cisco and Stein bonding over naming? Mm -hmm. Uh, I think not at a metaphysical level, but at an emotional level. Bonding is a very loaded word yeah. about around Stein. Uh, yes, and, yeah. And um, let us table the Cisco thing for um, the actual Flash Flash cast itself. So we have at least four questions to discuss from readers. And now is a good time to note, feel free to tweet any of us if you have further questions you'd like us to talk about in Flash Flash casts. Uh, we would like to try and keep the questions confined to current episodes. Yeah, um, so don't get real crazy and start going deep into continuity because you're going to lose me for sure in other words no grad questions unless there's a grad episode i'm sorry but that's just the way it has to be but grad was mentioned yes yes (laughs) so so this is so you could have asked a grad question this time in this format we've only now announced and invented (laughs) anyway um to get back to the format this season, we, uh, with heavy hearts and full eyes, we have to announce the retirement of the Dr. Wells Wellness Check. 
Um, so let's let's have a little moment for that segment, which appears to long, no longer be relevant. We are, however, introducing um, a number of new segments because our idea was to make sure we could all have our own segments we wanted to introduce and talk about this time. Uh, so uh, you can look forward to uh, new segments like temporal shenanigans. Uh, mm, tasty. Mm-hmm. Um, one suggested by Tony, which was the multiverse mania. Uh, multiverse no, musings, no. musings, on multiverse, the multiverse musings, yeah. musings on the multiverse. Yes, the alliteration. Um, let's see. We still have I'm no scientist, which we will raise the questions that only a, a trained scientist could possibly answer. And uh, of course, we will have the 60 second recap of the episode. Um, anyone volunteer, or do or do I take this? I am ready. Whoa. All right. Yeah. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Season two, episode one. I am ready, people. I am hitting the ground running. Get it? That's All like right. a flash reference. Because it is. All right. I'm going to count you down from three. All right. And I see six, what you did there. Yeah. And you have 60 seconds to, to three, two, go. All right. So our episode opens uh, with Flash doing battle with uh, my favorite, Captain Cold, and his, his buddy Heatwave, uh, which is super confusing given the cliffhanger that we were uh, dropped off with at the end of season one. And he defeats them with some help from Firestorm, and everybody is, like, congratulating him. But wait, it was all some kind of weird dream that was kind of awkwardly done. So Flash is feeling kind of down because he's basically kind of achieved vengeance on figuring out who killed his mom. And what do you do next? Uh, The villain of the week is this guy, Adam Smasher, who can get really big and he smashes stuff. uh, And he interrupts the Flash Day celebration. And the team basically has to reunite after being kind of scattered to the winds. They all come back together. And kind of strangely decide to kill Adam Smasher with a, a, a radiation overdose. Uh, before Adam Smasher goes out, he, he lets us know that he was sent here by someone called Zoom. That sounds Ten ominous. Seconds. And Jay mm-hmm. Garrick walks into Star Labs and lets us know our universe is in danger. Whoa! You did that in 56 seconds. Well done. I would say the nice. only thing I met, we, 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 we missed, I failed to mention that Cisco did something weird with his kind of lucid dreaming... Uh, alternate mm-hmm. reality visions that he he occasionally gets. So we we got a little a little drop of that. That that's going to yeah. probably be a thing that has yeah. not we have not seen the last of. So I am actually going to call um, multiverse musings on that one because mm-hmm. my theory is that when Cisco was affected by the event that Doctor Wells engineered, he gained the ability to become kind of unstuck um, in locations and to use the metaphor that. Um, Stein came up with uh, Cisco can travel up and down the highway between different universes and different points in time. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is right now he doesn't realize is on the interstate. He doesn't realize he has no map. Mm-hmm. So, so that's my theory is he will gain the ability to skip hop through different universes this year. Somehow it will come in handy at some crucial point in the season. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. I have to say the way they, uh, they drop that scene in, Mm-hmm. I, I feel, you know, I mean, I was really excited for The Flash to be coming back, and, you know, there's yeah. a lot of things I love about this show. I felt like there were a lot of things in this episode that were handled kind of awkwardly, and that, yeah. that was one of them. I don't think that's even on the, the top three on my list there, but but Cisco's weird vision where he basically mm-hmm. just sees the guy that we're looking at, but, like, in a, through a blue filter is yeah. kind of strange. Uh, I did go back, I watched the episode twice, so there mm-hmm. is a kind of shadowy figure off uh, in the corner behind uh, Adam mm-hmm. Smasher, who is kind of doing the the flash blur effect, effect yeah. but he's got some blue lightning around him. And if mm-hmm. if you've you know seen any of the promotional materials for this season and paid attention to basically Adam Smasher's only line 
it sure mm-hmm. seems like that's probably Zoom who yeah you know who sent who sent who, to kill you know and you well, know I yeah. know some stuff from the comics and from reading Wikipedia mm-hmm. but so far it seems like we're getting the sense that Zoom is probably the big bad and uh, mm-hmm. and is a speedster. Did it seem yeah. like he was in Star Labs for a moment that, when he that did that? That was weird. It sure looked, yeah. but maybe it was just generic science warehouse. That was confusing to me because his other visiony stuff has been in Star Labs before. So, like that to me was another awkward thing about it. It was also awkward because it's like, his temporal rest stop. That's yeah. what he goes between. <laughs> but it was also awkward because it didn't actually like reveal mm-hmm. anything to us, right? Like we yeah. didn't learn anything from his visions. Well, this- other this than whole that he's ep- having visions. This whole episode felt really awkward, and um, I think that was deliberate. But at the same time, it was a little—it's a little bit disconcerting for viewers. Um, now we talked about this over the summer. How when you go back and look at the first episode, it's pretty evident that the writers' room had been laying the groundwork for like twenty-three episodes all season, and there's stuff that you know seemed weird at first, and then plays out later. And you're like, oh my gosh, the pennies dropped. So. Um, I think it's actually one of the reasons I liked it is this sort of seemed like a, a clearing the decks. Like they've basically gotten rid of Barry's need to find his mom's killer because he's done that. And by the end of the episode, um, you know, that has all been laid to rest. Uh, and, and so this season is going to be basically about, okay, how does Barry live with trying to find a purpose? And, um, especially since Dr. Wells totally screws this head in his little postmortem video where he's like, you're never going to be happy, Barry. You're never going to get what you want. And uh, I think this season is going to be about Barry um, Mm -hmm. reacting to those words and then trying to decide how important they are. And um, how do you refute a dead guy? You don't. But I don't think Barry realizes that. Um, But to get back to one of the statements that uh, listeners made, all right, it is a little bit weird that Barry's dad, after getting out of jail, immediately says, all right, son, I realize I missed all of your childhood. I realize I missed all of your adolescence, and you are dying to get close to me, but I'm going to leave town. Yeah, that was super weird. Like that. Well, yeah. I felt like well, we were seeing... Well, but if you've the- been in the can, if you've been in the mm-hmm. can that long, eh, I've seen but my his- kid. <laughs> but his son is... <laughs> like, I felt, I felt like... I feel, they were, I, you know, I think they tried to do maybe too much in this episode. Because yeah. there's a lot of stuff that kind of didn't work for me, or like mm-hmm. I felt like I was really seeing like the seams on what's happening like behind yeah. the scenes of the show, and like mm-hmm. that felt like we don't actually have that actor for that many episodes, so we have to kind of like come up with a really good excuse for why he'll be able to drop in here and there, but we're not going to see much of him because like yeah. that should have been in my mind like that should have been a two or three episode arc where like he and Barry like you know. They try to live together, to but live they together, realize and that... And never around because, like, he's yeah. off being the Flash, and, like, his and dad's his having dad a has time. no idea, And his dad has no idea, like, how to live with Barry as an adult because his and last frame of reference is for when Barry was 10. And he yeah. can't get a job, and he has all these painful memories of being in, in the mm-hmm. city, and, like, and then the conclusion to that is, like, like, there's not a life for me here. I need to head off on my own. I can't yeah, keep worrying about you, simplified. son. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah, like, yeah, to, get that, yeah. to get that out of the way in, like, hour one of like yeah. you're out of jail like that that mm-hmm. didn't i don't know especially since like the theme of the rest of the episode was hey we're getting the band back together because yeah. there were so many emotional beats in season one where it's i have friends for the first time and my friends would go to the end of the line for me and i would do it for them and even when i don't have my powers i have my friends and we've become a family and by the end of it we have a, a wedding set to crowded house and there's that whole 
like all of season one was about the power of bonds, the power of loyalty, the power of love and how it goes both ways. And then it's like, well, goodbye, son. Thanks for getting me out. Based on the evidence of a dead psycho, um, I will be seeing you around, I think. And like you said, it, it just felt rushed. And it also felt very counter to the whole point of the episode, which was that you had all these people fighting to try to get back into Barry's life because there's like, we love you. There's no reason for you to be hard and angry and try to isolate yourself. Nobody blames you for anything. And we're we, we're tired of you hurting. Yeah. You know? Um because when we begin the episode, Barry, like his, my name is Barry Allen, I'm the fastest man in the world. It's like the saddest intro I've ever yeah. heard in my life. It's just really dispiriting. And, you know, you can tell he feels kind of trapped by his powers. And he's like, I'm pushing everybody away because it's safe. And he feels responsible for Ronnie's non-death. Because we all know Ronnie's not really dead. He's going to pop back up for sweeps. And um, he's building that, that, things alone a, at that's night. That's a positive for sure? <clears throat> no. Okay. But this is... Everybody loves Robbie ML, and um, everybody also. This is the comics. No one stays dead long in the comics, uh, except you know Barry's mom, who has to die for the universe to stay in order. So um, that was you know, my, you, my big thing yeah. that I didn't like. The, I thought the beginning was super awkward. Where yeah, he's fighting Barry. Captain Cold and Heatwave, and like I thought, is this an alternate universe or something? Yeah, and then yeah. it's. It's some kind of weird waking dream that he's kind of having. See, or- I, I, yeah, I had really high hopes that like he had, and he had gone through like the wormhole and the wind, and he was sucked into this alternate universe that was totally awesome. Yeah, and was like, I see no reason to go back because I have everything I want here. But it was just like a weird yeah. dream, and especially because the mm-hmm. dream didn't really feel like it didn't make like he has this dream about like basically his old life with his friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, and some of those people are dead or are now villains, so that's not yeah. great. But, like, but then it's like, but also I'm not talking to my friends right now, right? I mean, yeah. it, it it just, that was really awkward. I And I thought mm-hmm. it was, I don't know, I thought, especially in that we basically, it's not until a decent way into the episode, we get the flashback of how the cliffhanger mm-hmm. actually happen, it gets resolved. Yeah. And, like, a, you know, not a major character, but, a you know, a significant minor character in terms of Ronnie mm-hmm. dies in that. Like, yeah. that felt like... Why didn't we open with that? That just seemed awkward. Yeah. Um, I, I guess it was to try to explain that Barry is in such a bad way that he's isolated. He's fantasizing now. Um, he's super unhappy. And I'm glad that they went there. Um, I mean, granted, the Flash is a lighter show than the Arrow is. And the Arrow was basically like a three-year exploration into PTSD and uh, its, imp- its, its impact on the hero psyche and all that. But, you know... Barry, in the season finale last last time, Barry basically had to watch Wells kill his mother again while his older self was all, nope, nope, don't interfere. Mm-hmm. And then he had to come back, and then he ran into Wormhole, and then someone else dies on his watch right when he's grappling with feeling helpless over his mom. And it's it's kind of no wonder that he's like, yeah, you know what, I just I just need a timeout from, from feelings mm-hmm. and being human right now. Um, so there was that. It, it, the, this episode had the feeling of a lot of deck clearing in a way where it's yeah. like, okay, now we've, now we've managed that Barry is now basically a very rich man. If he has the, the, the reactor facility and presumably the funds for upkeep, um, they mentioned Gideon in this episode. So my question is, is whether or not she actually comes into play in future episodes, because yeah, it's a big it, question. Yeah. Cause if I inherited a facility with a computer built by a madman from the future who had like future artifacts and everything like that, I would be in there like daily checking to make sure everything was still copacetic. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, well, now, was- yeah. You mm-hmm. now you bring that up. That is is Doctor Stein now fully on the team? 
It sure. It sure. Until like his, it was. until the Legends of Tomorrow spinoff, I'm sure he is. Yeah, I mean, he's just he's <laughs> hanging out. He's making toasts. He, yeah, I think he. It felt like he had more dialogue than Caitlin or Iris. I mean, it, yeah, you know, he's he, he's basically filling in for like elder, like like older science dad. Um, ex, you know, dad's at you for a while. Um, and also, it, it seems like they really amped up the dad factor on on the adorable Jesse Martin this time out too, which um. I the only reason that struck me as odd was because like the again the season finale which is which is I think the most fair episode to compare it to the season finale really showed the strengths and weaknesses of Barry's three dads you know where um you know uh Joe's advice to Barry when it came to the decision was I want you to do what will give you the best life in the long run even if it means that I never get the chance to be your dad and you know his real dad is is trying to spare him risk um and then Dr. Wells, who is basically his his um uh tiger mom version of the dad, is is all no, you get what you want and you get pushed to glory and notoriety. And um so it was weird in this episode how you have Joe who gets a flashback of being a great dad to Barry and who's like a great dad to Barry in the present, and then Barry's real dad is I'm peacing out. And I thought, wow, that's really weird that they went that way. <laughs> yeah. It, you it know, felt, it yeah. I, I hope that they come back and revisit that, that maybe Barry actually has some anger towards his dad with, you know, after all this time with how hard I've worked and everything I've done, you know, I put my life on hold for you. And but see, I they didn't the, have, yeah. they didn't give time for that. And you yeah. would think that if they did it now, it would mm-hmm. be really awkward because he seemed yeah. pretty happy for him. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I uh, so so I that feels a little weird to me. I have faith in the writers' room, so I'm hoping it works out. But um, you know, it's it's one of those things that's going to nag me for a while until I'm either I'm resolved to it or it resolves itself on screen. Um, so I cry temporal shenanigans on this episode though because you have um, uh, Adam Smasher, also known as Al Rothstein. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he's clearly dead in this universe, but yet he's alive and another one comes back out and he's on vacation. So how is that happening? Is this, is this, so, um, alternate timelines? Uh, so some multiverse musings for you here, uh, uh-huh. just based on what we've seen in this episode, it seems like, and you know, I, I've seen a wormhole, maybe that wormhole connects to a multiverse. Maybe mm-hmm. there's other, you know, weak points between universe, we'll call this universe A and, mm-hmm. you know, this other universe, you know, it feels like a B, universe B. Um, yeah. So I think in universe B, uh, Reverse Flash never came back and mm-hmm. took over uh, the body of, of, of Wells. And so the timeline proceeded a little differently. And probably mm-hmm. there were still metahumans, but they got their powers maybe in different ways and at different times. And so mm-hmm. in that universe, Jay Garrick is the Flash. Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of other... Uh, metahumans that are kicking around that are basically maybe kind of his rogues gallery and someone is sending them over into this yeah. into, into universe a because basically alan rothstein or adam smasher mm-hmm. hops over here and the first thing he does which doesn't and again this is like i think they kind of wasted this villain uh yeah because he doesn't do anything useful they it, maybe they didn't kill him maybe he's just knocked out but it sure looked like they killed him yeah. with oh, a radiation yeah. overdose and like he didn't actually like like that seemed very out of character for them because they make a big deal about not killing people, and like we never see him murder. I mean, I guess he murdered his copy, but yeah. like he's not like destroying the city. Like, I mean, there's much more destructive metahumans that they've chosen non-lethally to take down and put a lot of work mm-hmm. into it. And like 
He's just hanging okay. out. I wonder, I wonder yep. He's hanging out. I wonder if after the big radioactive yeah. gas, right? I wonder if after the big finale, they're like, you know what? We're just going to start killing people because it's easier than trying to do a supernatural jail, which just bites us in yeah. the ass anyway. So um, he comes back, but- <laughs> kills his other universe self, but uh-huh. leaves the body there, which you know was not a great yeah. cover up. So why why did mm-hmm. you even kill yourself? Yeah, and, th- and there was the weird like I don't again. I felt like, I wonder if there were like a lot of scenes that were shot for this that were cut or something. I yeah. mean, it felt weird, like. He seemed, again, it felt especially weird that they killed him because, like, he kind of had, like, half a conversation with Flash where he's like, I expected you to be tougher and I was told you would be, like, mm-hmm. a worthy adversary kind of things, I think he says. Yeah. And, and, like, what? Where we never get the other half of that conversation, basically, because he gets killed. Um, or yeah. maybe, And, again, maybe he's, it sure looks like he's dead to me. Maybe the, he's well, going to mm-hmm. pop back and they're going to question him and maybe maybe he's fine. But, yeah. When, when um, you kill somebody from an alternate universe, it's not really murder. Mm-hmm. You can you can oh. get away with that. And see, the yeah. thing yeah. is, well, he, he may have actually sealed his own fate by killing himself in another universe. Yeah, you know this this would be like an interesting legal drama. Um, <laughs> and no, no, like perhaps 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 when DC Comics continues its takeover of. Uh, the CW, they can do like a young lawyer type drama where you actually have the question, is it a murder conviction if you go ahead and murder yourself from an alternate universe? I'm going to say yes. You know, no, it's it's because you're like, well, arguably speaking, Your Honor, I'm still alive in this universe. I merely murdered somebody who came over from a different universe to try to take my Lisa, place. So are you allowed to murder your twin? That's 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 part of this universe. You've just you've just reminded me of the Christopher Nolan of the Christopher Nolan movie. Um. About about the, the yeah. prestige. Yeah. Where, where, spoilers, yeah. spoilers, yeah, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers on the ten year old movie. By the way, I think um, it's even older than that, but it's still great. Uh, it's it is a very good movie. Um, it's the best uh, Batman movie with magic in it that I know. Of, so. <laughs> you know, it's it's not too many directors like oh, clearly Christian Bale I mean, is your muse. But I feel like go. probably there's a lot of legal proceedings in the DC universe. I mean, how mm-hmm. did they figure out probate on? Uh, Professor Wells, who doesn't actually exist anymore. Exactly. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I get- feel like a legal webisode series might be might be appropriate, like as a tie-in. I mean, uh. <laughs> Ronnie is also up on the wall of fallen cops, and there's no body. Like apparently, like yeah. I mean, like there's a lot of unfiled paperwork. Well, from, this is from, the thing from too, Singularity is, is, Day in Central City. Yeah, because right? yeah, this other thing is is Caitlin is now widowed again in theory because like her husband got sucked into a thing, but they were married for less than twenty four hours. Is she technically his next of kin? Like, what, were, uh, was the marriage was the marriage license filed at City Hall? Can she Lisa, sue did, for? He was dead. Did they ever file the paperwork to get him declared not dead? I know. It's so I confusing. feel like probably not. <laughs> when you live in Pittsburgh with a professor for a while, you don't yeah. have yeah. to file the paperwork. Look, I'm just saying. At, at the Center City Courthouse, they're used. They're used to backdating. You know. Like marriage, no, marriage imagine, paperwork. So. I seriously think that I would watch. I would watch like a legal drama web series, like one of those half-hour things on Hulu or whatever. Where it's just like, oh god, we have another superhero case, or oh god, it's another person back from the dead in an alternate dimension. <laughs> now, okay. On on a totally side note, but but uh-huh. kind of in the same realm with Rothstein and Adam Smasher. Mm-hmm. You know, they did such a, in my opinion, a really good job with Grodd last yeah. last season. Mm-hmm. Did anyone have any issue with some of the jiggery pokery of um uh the animation? Like how he, yeah. Yeah, it yeah how he got that. big. It looked it looked that, like Stretch Armstrong or something. Yeah. yeah. And also <laughs> it's a little weak. So, 
So also, I'm no scientist, but when Sis goes up, oh, the radiation's been sucked out. I'm like, that's not how radiation yeah, works. I, I, radiation I, works because it radiates from things. Yeah, like, I watched you... this episode with a, a physicist, and they had yeah, they, had, they took great issue with how radiation was depicted. Uh, yeah, yeah, which is to say that it was you know like like they they yeah. heard about radiation from somebody else. Yeah. Um, So radiation, it can be put in a box, right? That's a thing. It's it's like just like a fart and Mm -hmm. you can just, you can suck it right out. Oh, geez. (laughs) Yes. Chernobyl. uh, So uh, no no one get, no one makes you get a degree in physics before they let you write comic books. It's, it's, you know, well, no, because the comic books would be very different than I think. So, all right. We had a couple statements from the audience to go through um, other than is Jesse Martin adorable. That was when we settled definitively. Um, We talked about the abrupt departure of Barry's dad, which feels weird. And we hope it works out later. There were two other questions we had to resolve. Uh, let's see here real quick. Um, mm-hmm. um, uh, is Wells no longer in the game? Huh. The reason I go, huh, is since we've now introduced multiverses and time travel and Professor Zoom. Um, oh, there you go. Wells you know, exists in their, their universe. Yeah, so it's entirely plausible that, like, the actual Dr. Wells gets tossed into this universe. And again, legal shenanigans would result. Um, <laughs> but uh, Dr. Wills gets tossed into this one and he has to deal with people who are hostile towards him or whatever. And he's like, look, I really just want to get back to my world where, you know, Crystal Pepsi still exists. And um, please help and I'll help you with Professor Zoom or whatever. Um, I don't know. Um, Tom Cavanaugh was doing a lot of press for um, The Flash at conventions and stuff this summer. But that could have also have just been like a term of condition for employment as opposed to actual season involvement. Um, I sincerely hope that either they're keeping a really tight lid on it or it was a faint switch. Yeah. I hope, I hope we get to see more. I mean, it seems like there's going to be mm-hmm. a lot of like multiverse people are being sent into this universe. Yeah. I hope we get at least a couple of at least, you know, at least part of an episode or maybe even a couple parts where yeah. people from this universe get sent to another multiverse. That would be, I feel like, I think like Cisco's Flash like and, the most likely candidate well, for that. Yeah. I, you, you may be totally right. I feel like yeah. that would be, it would be fun to see the flash or, or Cisco in another universe and like mm-hmm. having to deal with that. Uh, Cisco teaming up with multiverse Cisco to fight crime. Um, that would be insufferable and delightful. Oh, imagine all the naming they would do. Yeah. Oh would, my gosh. Which, Oh, that was another question, which is are Cisco and Stein bonding over naming. They hug, right? Yeah. Well, the other thing is, I think um, one of the things that The Flash did really well is they humanized Stein over the course of, um, you know, last season, where it turns out that being molecularly bonded to, you know, a meat stick who's half your age will will <laughs> give you greater powers of empathy and appreciation for your uh, wife. Yeah, because he changed a lot. I mean, it, it, yeah. So it's either, you know, being bonded to Ronnie has special powers or he's mm-hmm. super inconsistently written, right? Uh, but, you know, it's it was pretty well established last season that Cisco saw Wells as sort of a father figure. And I think Cisco's the kind of guy who really does want and need and respond well to camaraderie and approval from older from older men. Which sounds so sordid and doesn't mean to. But um, no, my point is, I think Cisco is, is looking for a, a looking for the next Dr. Wells as it was. He wants somebody who was his nerd dad mm-hmm. and uh, Stein will fill that position for him. Yeah. Until the spinoff. I felt bad that we, I mean, I, I liked even, I mean, because we even see Cisco is hanging out with Joe uh, mm-hmm. at first, and he's on Joe's yeah. special task force. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. that would be kind of an interesting take for this season. But it seems yeah. like the team's back together pretty quickly, so we're not going to have that. 
but that was like a fun dynamic. Yeah, um, I, just I like the idea. Of ju- I like the idea of judges kind of adopting everybody. You yeah, know? yeah. But th- this brings up a scientician point. <laughs> um, with Cisco and Das Boot. Yeah, which so, didn't actually uh, work. Right, but you know it, the, the idea that basically all we got to do is put a boot on any meta, and mm-hmm. we're good to go. Well, it doesn't I, work. I don't so far, he's zero had... for one. Okay, yeah. okay. Well, in fact, he ruined it. So there mm-hmm. we go. Yeah. I don't. I don't yeah. know if that'll ever come back. Or I like the idea of Cisco having a failing, t- a different failing technology every week, and then like finally, like they work, but they work in ways that are not expected. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he gets stuff right too. So I like that he had. A, I I like that Cisco's track record is not perfect, and like even when he does stuff well, sometimes it backfires spectacularly. Like Captain Cold's entire existence is due to Cisco doing something very well, but not thinking it through all the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so the boot might be something like that as as well as well too. Um, you know, this overall, I think it'll be interesting about five podcasts from now if we go back and go, okay, so how does the season opener look relative to the season it's setting up? Because um, I like a lot of what they're doing. I like that um, things are different. And I like that, that Barry basically has a couple new existential questions to struggle with. Because last season was, I have this speed. How do I become a hero with it? How do I save my dad? And now that, you know, he's figured out some of those questions, you know, he can have that whole quarter life crisis where it's <laughs> like, where it's like, what is really going to make me happy? Do I want to spend the rest of my life doing this? And with the introduction of Jay Garrick, who's all, your world is in danger. And also I broke through your security and I'm the flash except with more attitude. Um, uh, what if he gets to be his like fourth dad, his speed dad? <laughs> the um i read an interview with berlanti who's like no he's like his obnoxious older brother who's home oh, from college okay who's home from college like no kid this is how the world really works and so the idea <laughs> is that barry will do for for jay garrick what he essentially does for oliver over on mm-hmm. arrow which is like be like look the reason you're doing this is because people are pretty awesome my friends and I are awesome we would like to bring you into our fr- our family of awesome oh, okay fine my heart has been melted and um <laughs> In return, Jay will be like, all right, Barry, this is what you have to do in order to be a superhero who somehow makes it from season to season without getting killed or seriously maimed. So, right, so but, but like, <sighs> I'm going to take this at where I'm at. Why mm-hmm. should I care about Jay Garrick? I've heard a few of you mm-hmm. on other shows talk up this guy who basically looks like Mercury, you mm-hmm. know, and has, you know, that, that ridiculous helmet. <laughs> but uh-huh. and I remember him from Silver Age comics. Correct? Uh yeah. Uh is it before that even? It might even be before then. I like yeah, I think he was the original Flash. Yeah, he's um, the original Flash. Um I know you're a big fan. Or bronze? I've never uh, actually let's see. read he, I've he, never read a he, comic. He appeared in nineteen forty, so that's Golden Age. Yeah. Okay. Um I liked him. I read Justice Society of America in the Audis and um it was a it was a Jeff Johns book for a while, and they were doing something really interesting. What was the idea of this? Is when they were still trying to figure out why they had like a couple different flashes and a couple Green Lanterns. And um, JSA at the time was helmed by um, Jay Garrick and Alan Scott, who was the original Green Lantern. And they were basically trying to figure out where they fit in a world that also had like the Lantern Corps and you know Barry Allen and um, all of that going on. And in the audience, Jay was Jay was written as a really fundamentally decent guy who just wants to do the right thing, and that was pretty consistent with with you know his original characterization, as I understand. 
Um, my guess is that the reason he looks like Mercury is because this is back in the forties when they did his costume, and because he's got like a, he has like a pillboy hat, basically. Yeah, right? From, mm-hmm. with the yeah. wings on it. Yeah. Yep. But remember, Wonder Woman also came out around the same time, too, and it was also a lot of really heavy fake Greek iconography. Mm -hmm. So he's just, honestly, he's just a really decent dude. (laughs) I I mean, I think the answer to the question is right now, Mm -hmm. uh, for for just viewers of the show, you know, I think Mm -hmm. think they're they're probably going to make the case in the next episode. Because so far... You, if you're just a viewer of the show, you have no reason to to know who he is, or even know yeah. that, that hat is connected to him. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, spoiler: the hat in the last season, season finale, yeah. that's his hat. And the fact that um, not Wells, but uh, you know, uh, Yobard Thon was like, "Go, gotta go." Yeah, suggests suggests that there was a run in. Um, I kind of hope we don't do a whole lot of flashbacks this season, but I suspect if we do, we'll find out how Yobard Thon and Jay Garrick tangled with each other before. Um, yeah. I'd kind of just to understand why Jay Garrick is so is to be feared because that was genuine. I gotta go, you know. Before to me, that's one better left to our imagination than fleshed out. But yeah, you do have a good point. You so, do. I don't know. Now, what do we know. do we have a running campaign on who Zoom is? Who's playing him? Or well, well, I don't. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, my my money, if I were going to lay it down, was going to be that it was going to be Eddie. Mm-hmm. Well, he's on a new show on CBS. I know, so... which is absolutely atrocious. Oh, really? Oh, oh. God. I mean, my, my get, I mean, my, again, not knowing the behind the scenes stuff or the production stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess my guess slash hope. Is that like he's he's new new right? He's he's somebody from another dimension who's crossing over, or yeah, or he's somebody else. But he's not Wells from an alternate universe, or Eddie back from you know. Hey, I've been through a wormhole and now I'm mean. Um, I'm kind yeah. of hoping that he is like someone we who, did see whose Eddie's, story we yeah. don't know yet. Yeah, we did see Eddie's body all um, sucked in, and I thought, oh, maybe that'll be something where he gets sucked in, and then you know he gets spit back out yeah. again. I feel like and, that they're certainly keeping that option ready. Yeah, right? I, I yeah, and I'm not sure how I feel about that because you know I realize it's comics and and all that, but um, at the same time I'm all eh, just once let someone stay dead. <laughs> they you have know? to be like cremated and then and have had a funeral to be really dead, and that's only in this multiverse. So, that never you know, happens. That's I know. Funny thing. <laughs> um, so yeah. Oh, so. Uh, Oh, I don't even know. But um, yeah, it's season premieres of returning shows are always a tricky proposition, I think, because it's sort of like that awkward first day of school where you see the same people you saw just three months ago, but you're supposed to act like so much more has happened. (laughs) I think I was I was a little disappointed, I guess. And maybe my Mm -hmm. expectations were not reasonably calibrated. Uh, Uh, I'm excited mm -hmm. to be watching The Flash again, and I'm I'm sure there's going to be some great stuff. But uh, this felt like you know they they weren't they weren't exactly where I wanted them to be. I felt like I could see a lot of the seams, and mm. you know there was a lot. I mean, I'm always amazed with how much they pack into you know 45 minutes compared to other shows. There yeah. was a ton in here, and you know maybe there was too much or maybe it was the wrong stuff. Um, mm-hmm. But you know I I still have a lot of faith in the show, so I'm hoping yeah. that it, it's a it, it wraps up from here. That's my hope. Well, you know, and I was listening to some of the Arrow cast. Um, mm-hmm. And then I heard Guy's voice, and I had to turn it off. But, um, but one of the main things that I, I drew from them was it seemed like there were a lot of uh, Easter eggs, and I didn't really notice anything in this episode. And I watched it twice. 
Mm-hmm. There were a lot in Arrow that I picked up on. I don't think I yeah. realized if I'm if I if there were some in here, I was kind of I'm kind of missing it. Um, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, am ashamed to admit I have not watched the Arrow one yet. So I'll have to watch that premiere and and uh, see how it did. Well, if you need a guy, <laughs> if you need a guy filter, I have one. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's that's inventive. What I like about Arrow is apparently Neil Madonaho is is the villain this year, and he was just so great as the villain on Justified. I that, feel bad uh, that that actor just looks like he's probably a serial killer. Like like his just yeah, he's a great yeah, villain. But I feel yeah, like he's no, played a lot of villains now. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, when you look like that, you will. That's just the way it is. I'm sorry. There you go. <laughs> so, so that's it. So it would be nice. Um, that said, when you start casting like known evil quantity actors, like um, there's uh, on season two of Gotham, for example, which I'm still not sure if I'm going to resume watching or not. James Frain is one of the ma- the vil- villainous masterminds this year, and I'm like, well, he's a known quantity, he's a bad guy too. So y- you kind of know what kind of performance you're going to get when he's on the show. Mm-hmm. So you know, depending on how you feel about Yuri, they're like, oh, this is a great development. You're like, well, <laughs> you know, I, I know am- where this is going. I'm still mm-hmm. watching Gotham. I don't really know why. So, <laughs> but I am. <laughs> Because yeah. you're convinced that you're going to see Batman one of these days. And I'm not. Just, I'm just, no, I'm, I'm I would like for to the see... Batman long con, I guess. That's, that's no, my I, life I, story. You're, you're falling for the Batman long No, I was watching because I was like, if it, it could if it could just be like Donald Logue ro- rolling yeah. his eyes and, and solving crimes, I would be so happy. Cause that's, he that's, carries a lot of water. Yeah. He um, does, and he's so great. Ugh. But there's, there's a lot in there that's not him. So, yeah. That's yeah. for another podcast. Yeah. So, oh, but this is not the. Here is why I don't watch the. Uh, here's why I don't watch the show podcast. This is this is the Flash Flashcast, um, and uh, like I said, season season uh, premieres always feel like the first day of school where you're like, okay, we're supposed to pretend everything's brand new, and the truth is, I just saw you three months ago, and my expectations are never going to match what's in my head, and and so. So I'm going to give a couple episodes before I go, I don't know about this season, or, oh, this season is great. Um, well, I'm and optim- speaking of I'm the optimistic. first day of school, the first mm-hmm. day of school, you know, M. Barry now has a new uniform, too. Yeah. So he's got yeah. his new, new, new school threads. Yeah. Yeah. This well, is true. He does. Have we covered all of our, our designated topics for I S- feel like we S2 have. S2E1? We have. And I f- S2E1, we should start referring to it that way. And I feel like we should also... Um, Again, encourage listeners to to come in with with queries such as the one, the four we addressed this time. We're always happy to uh, do stuff like that, and we would love to hear from you guys with Flash Flash Cast. Um, if you're subscribing from the Incomparable page, you can probably find our Twitter handles, but mine is just Elschmeiser. Yeah, um, and, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and mine just at Mose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I'm T Sindelar, so yep. which you know is hard to spell, but yes. you can find it. I have faith in yes. you. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, that said, you can also check all of our at replies because we're, we're chatting with each other too. Anyway, all right. So I think we've spent just as much time talking about this episode as the episode actually ran. So I think so. there we go. Think it's time to call it a wrap. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll see you guys next week. With you as always, I was Lisa Schmeiser. My name is Phil Moslack. Mm-hmm. I'm Tony Sindelar. All right. See you next week, guys. Bye, nerds. Bye.